Hey, friends in the Florida Conference, welcome to another special episode of the Laity Space Podcast. I'm your co-lay leader, Derek Scott III, here with my great friend and colleague, Alice Williams. How are you doing, Alice? Hey, Derek, I'm doing great. Uh, happy, happy start to a new year, and I hope that your Christmas has been wonderful. Oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure that I got a good amount of sleep. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because friends, understand we are recording this before Christmas, but this gets released after Christmas. So we're doing this forward thinking, backwards living. Oh, it's beautiful. It's great. So we just want to do a special episode uh, at the end of 2023. Those of you who might be listening, into it, listening to it then, uh, but also beginning 2024, those who might be listening to it then. So um, wherever you are, just know that we love you and that we're grateful for you, particularly the laity of the Florida Conference. So Alice, I'm curious, um, ending 2023, it's been a crazy year. So much has happened um, just, you know, in our lives specifically, but also in the conference and the denomination and in our world. Um, so I'm just, I'm curious, Alice, what is something uh, that you're holding on to, um, that you're grateful for as we're ending 2023? Well, I, so I, it's funny. I, I did take some time over Thanksgiving and spent a lot about thinking about the things to be thankful for. And I've got, mm. the list was long and I'm, I'm just so, so, so grateful. My heart is full, mm. but here's the thing. It's kind of funny. You say this, but the word that comes to mind that helped me get through 2023 is the same word that I am holding on to for 2024, and that's hope. Mm, I, mm. I am just, I am a hope-filled person right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you're you're right. 2023, there was there was a lot of great stuff, but it was it was a hard year, and it's mm -hmm. been a hard year for us in the Florida Annual Conference. Uh, you know, we we uh, let go of some folks that that we've loved and known dearly and um you know we pray god's blessing and and know that god will use them in great ways and then now we're just trying to figure out what it looks like moving forward and yeah. moving onward and i'm really hopeful about that uh i'm i'm uh the 2023 the the year both around the world and uh you know even here in, in the u.s and even here in our state and stuff you know when you think about economy when you think about politics all of it you know it's just it's it's just uh there's a lot going on there's a lot yeah. of stuff and so yeah hope hope is hope is my thing and mm. um it's it's what i look forward to to 2024 and there's one verse there's just one verse i want to share and then i'll turn it back to you but yeah it's the one that I've just held to, and it just keeps speaking to me over and over and over again. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans mm. to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. I, and that that just so speaks to me because it's it's where we are right now, right? Mm -hmm. the, thing, the thing we've got to do is be able to let go of our own fears and insecurities and, and just kind of allow allow God to do and work through us through the Holy Spirit uh, yeah. to be able to do his work. Okay. One other quick thing. I just, yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's so funny. Um, I've been thinking a lot about, I don't know, people like Noah and Moses and Lydia and, you know, and, 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 and as a matter of fact, I even spoke on him not, not too long ago at church, but you know, all three of those folks were just normal people that, that, 
heard God's calling and they just responded in different ways. And, you know, Noah, a lot of people forget this, but he was 500 years old when God mm. called him to build the ark. Did you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people forget this, but his granddad was Methuselah, who was the oldest living oldest person, person in the Bible. In the Bible. Yeah. yeah. 960, yeah. I think it's 69 years that he lived. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, and, and and Noah, great story. I mean, you know, he lived um, between the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers. So building a, a boat probably wasn't that crazy, but building one the size that was a third of the Titanic, that's that's a little dicey, right? I mean, that's being called in ways that people, and, and they didn't have like Home Depot or anything like that, right? I mean, you know, any any wood that they got, they had to go and cut and, you know, make themselves well, and all that. So, and they, they say it probably took 10, 30 years, somewhere in there. I don't know. But uh, I, I just thought, you know, that, that was, that's a lot of faith. That's a lot of, you know, and then, then there's Moses, Moses mm-hmm. who ends up, you know, he's, he's, born a Hebrew and he's put in a, a kind of an ark, you know, mm-hmm. Noah built the ark. Moses is kind of put in the ark by his mother and floated down the river and he ends up in Pharaoh's palace. And the next thing you know, you know, he realizes the calling of his people and he's later too. It's like he's 80 years old when he has his first of three God to, you know, glory kind of conversations face to face with God. Yeah. And, yeah. And God calls him, right? I mean, so, you know, there's there's this thing about, you know, no matter where you are or what you're doing, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, God can use you anywhere. Funny thing about Moses, though, he's got the chutzpah to come back to God and give him five reasons or tries to give him five reasons why he sh- shouldn't be the one to do this. And God's mm-hmm. like, no, Moses, I, I really want you to do this. So, you know, that plays around in my head. And then there's Lydia, yeah. Lydia, who, you know, she was a businesswoman. I kind of relate to that. She, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she, which is very, we don't know why there's, I think the whole thing with Lydia is five verses and acts, but still it's, it's this thing where she was responsive to the calling of the Holy spirit. And I won't say Paul always got it right with women. That's just my, <laughs> just my take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but he recognized Lydia's talent and the Holy spirit moved within her. And don't you know, you know, her first house church is what started Christendom in Europe. So, yeah. I mean, you have all of these things. And, and they keep speaking to me that each of us, each of us has something that God wants to use. We mm-hmm. just got to be open to it. Yeah. yeah. No matter what the circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, I'll say for me, it's, uh, you know, lots happened in 2023 uh, for me as well. But I have been really appreciative of the ways that relationships and our connection have really deepened for me. And that's sort of been happening, you know, these last few years, but particularly this year, um, the unfortunate space of disaffiliations and therefore the need to realign our conference and then the need to be, um, in communication with other parts of our connection, both here in the U.S. and around the world, has you know put me in a space where um, I've been able to make some new friends and also deepen relationships of people that I've already been in connection with. Um, no less the the podcast bar, the conference, and the ways that I've been able to like listen to people's stories and hold space for them. Uh, And so I'm just, as I'm leaving 2023 and heading into 2024, I'm just finding myself so grateful 
for these relationships. And this is the weird thing. I know that some of these folks that are, I feel like I'm closer to now, I'm not sure I, that would have happened outside of this stuff that we've been yeah. dealing with as a yeah. denomination. And I hate that. Like, I hate that that's the reality that it takes. Like, what are we going to do at general conference? Like, how are we going to hold the, 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 the denomination together, even though it's not really us holding it together. It's really Jesus doing that. But um, yeah, it's a, it, it is these relationships that I have been building and deepening. And um, I'm just really, really, grateful for that and and excited about what that then means for 2024. And I guess for me, one of the things I'm actually excited about, this is going to sound really odd to some people, but I'm kind of excited about General Conference because there are people that I've been connecting with via Zoom for the last three, four, five years that I've not actually been in person with. And I get to be in person with them. Yeah, we've got a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy place to see somebody for the first time in person. But Oh man, I am so excited and looking forward to, again, these relationships that I've been building over time. That while, yes, the reason why we had a Zoom meeting or the reason why we connected on this thing has to do with the future of the UMC. Obviously you begin to talk about other things like your families and your congregations and your calls to ministry and what brought you into the UMC and where you're headed and what your dreams are. And, Alice, I know some people better today than I have ever known them. Like even people that I've been seeing for years here in our conference. And I'm just so grateful for that. And, it, and I, it, I'm just going to say, isn't it crazy? That's how God works though, right? I mean, yeah. the things that we don't necessarily wish we were going through or having to go through, yet there's beauty in that. And there's connection, mm -hmm. this, this notion of connection and relationship Boy, I hope we never lose sight of that. Yeah. And I, you know, just a thought of scripture and like maybe texts that I'm holding on to. So many that I'm I'm holding on to. But I I continue to be challenged by the ways that the Acts Church forms, definitely from Acts 2, like you know, that's kind of the beginning, right? But like even in Acts 10 and 11 and on into 15, the ways that they are trying to, if I could say this way, holy conference together, that God has already done a thing. God has already poured God's spirit out on Gentiles. And so now the church is trying to figure out what that means. Um, and just the words that, that Peter and Paul use in that space and the the ways that they're trying to, they're really trying to catch up with the Holy Spirit's movement. And 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 for better or for worse, you know, and this is me being generous with some of the voices in the space and as I do. But I am I'm quite captured by the ways that um in very practical, in very practical ways, the church was trying to catch up to what the Holy Spirit was doing throughout the book of Acts for sure, but definitely in this middle section of the integration of the Gentiles. And um, there is, a, I don't know if there's one specific verse there as much as it's just that whole process that they go through. And I guess I'll just say even like, that's where like, a, it's amazing what happens with Paul and how Paul, you know, it, you know, originally is Saul and he's this persecutor of the church. 
And Saul has this encounter with God, this encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus that none of us could have created. Like that's not a church service. That's not a that's not a conference event. That's not a book study. Like this right. moment that that Paul that Saul encounters Jesus is it's all on Jesus's terms. And, and none of us, none of the structures of the church got to like create the plan to make yeah, that happen. Right. Exactly. And the fast forward is it's this guy that's going to be the greatest advocate, the strongest bridge builder. I mean, you already talked about Lydia. It's this guy that's going to like open wide the doors for a group of people that the church is like, are they really in this thing? Are they really? Are we sure? Let's have a conference about this because I'm not sure if they really if they really should. Like, ah, I, I just I buzz on all of that. Like, that is amazing to me. And so just thinking about the stuff with all of our planning and with all of our discernment, the stuff that the Holy Spirit's doing that we can't plan for. The, you know, the the people who are going to encounter Jesus. And our work is responding to their encounter with Jesus. Exactly. Not creating it, not yeah. dictating it. We're just going to receive them and have to figure out what that means. <laughs> and I I am I am I and, and I'm I'm yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing those moments for us in 2024 in Jesus' name. So yeah, that's that's kind of where where my where my head and heart is. Uh, these days, yeah, I'm, you got me psyched too. I'm ready. <laughs> and in in the meantime, in the meantime, though, you know, we've got that day to day that yeah. we we are called to as well, right? And so, yeah. I do hear that. You know, a couple of folks that I talked with recently, they were like, "What do you, what do you, what do we do now? You know, what does the mm -hmm. church do now?" And it's, I just say, it's what we're supposed to be doing all along. This nothing's changed in that right, respect. We're, right. We're, we're out there. We're supposed to be, you know, we're, we're in marketing, not management. Right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. We should be sharing what the good news is and, and telling people and, and helping people and just, wow. just be in the hands and feet of Christ. Yeah. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Well, Alice, I also know that you and I will continue to do great work together uh, in serving the laity of the Florida Conference and partnering with our clergy, um, with the cabinet and the bishop. Um, very grateful for that. Um, but we're, we've got a lot of events that'll be coming up in the new year. Uh, bishop Berlin's going to be traveling through the conference in January. Um, we'll be hanging out in different spaces as well. We'll see our district lay leaders doing stuff and Lady Space will be coming back in 24, uh, week, weekly updates, podcasts will be coming back. You'll hear some additional voices um, around that those those episodes as well. Um, just 2024 is gonna be a busy year. My calendar is already filling up, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. So I'm there with you. Hey, I wanna do one shameless plug while I'm thinking yeah, about it. Let's do um, it. 
So the beloved community, we're doing this, we're trying something a little different. And in January, we're asking everyone, um, go back if, if you if you're like me, it was required reading. But if not, if you've never read it, um, To Kill a Mockingbird, it's it's a great book, uh, Lee Harper's book. If you have if you don't have the chance to read it, you can always watch the movie with uh, Gregory Peck in it. And then the other piece is that I understand that the um uh, off-Broadway uh, series is making its way around Florida in the month of of, of uh, January, February, and I think maybe even March. So if you get a chance to catch it that way, but we're really encouraging folks to try to read the book or at least see the movie or something. And then we're going to do a conversation at the end of January. I don't have the date figured out yet where we have a panel of folks that we can kind of talk about that. So more to come on it. And we're going to try to follow that with a Bible study that's conference-wide. So it'll be kind of fun. So just shameless plug around that one. Way cool. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming. A lot of good stuff coming. Derek, appreciate you. Thank you so much for all you're doing. Oh my gosh, Alice. It is a joy to work with you, uh, an honor and a privilege. And uh, and so wishing you a happy new year, Alice Williams. Here is to 2024, Derek. May it be a blessed one for us all. Amen. Amen.